Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance for parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Hello, people. We're back. This is uh, The Clarity Call, and I'm Alicia. I'm Kimberly. And we are here to find some clarity today. Together, we have 16 children, um, six of which have been diagnosed with a um, special, help me out, my mind just went blank, medically Medically complex complex diagnosis or considered special needs. It's all good. Anyway, as you can tell, I don't typically do the intro because it doesn't roll off my tongue quite as well as Kimberly, but we are sisters and... uh, and if you haven't listened to the beginning of our last year, go back. But if you're new, we are two of five children. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have one more sister and two brothers. And we're all pretty close. We like to you know, keep in each other's lives and know what's going on. I uh, have four grandbabies. That's an exciting world. It is, but I miss she them very yesterday, much. or the day before yesterday, isn't the only sibling that's a grandma anymore. Mm, Our oldest true. sister had her first grandbaby. I know. Oh my gosh, little He's baby so hug. So cute. Oh my gosh. Adorable. But yeah, life just keeps growing and changing. And um, these tools to clarity have helped us so much. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, that's an understatement of the century. You won't be sorry if you hop on board this train and uh, take a ride with us because we're learning a lot as we go on. Absolutely. Today, Kimberly has our intro to our um, reality check of what we're going to talk about today. All right. So when I was in the NICU with Caden. How long ago? Four years. been several times. Four years ago. Oh, that's true. Not NICU, just when they're born. That's right. Yeah. I'm thinking hospital stays. (laughs) Well, yeah. The NICU was the longest hospital stay I've ever had with any of my children. Yeah. And anyways, so I was living there with him. And I had a lot of support, wonderful people reaching out regularly to just check in, offer words of encouragement and love and support. And what I heard probably more than anything else while I was there was, you are so strong. Mm. You're so strong. And I remember feeling like... Strong? I remember feeling like... uh, Ooh, somebody thinks I matter, right? Mm, like, like it was a like, good thing. Ooh, somebody thinks I'm better than or something, mm, right? Okay. Because I'm going through this hard thing and I'm handling it, you know, I guess people were telling me well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I always responded with, like, I have a choice. Right. Like, I'm my, my kid's in the NICU. I don't have a choice. I have to be strong. Yeah. This is just what I was handed, Right. Right. Had they known what was on your plate back home, they would be like, oh, yeah, you're actually actually ultra strong. <laughs> well, but here's the whole point is I had a choice. Yeah. I watched so many children be abandoned in that NICU during that stay. Children just left and the parents never came back. And there, I have no judgment for those parents. I did at the time. I was like, how could they? How could they leave that kid here? Yeah. 
Okay. I've since done a lot of work to understand that I just did not understand what they were dealing with and that they were making the choices that they felt like were best for them and probably for that child. And I also was making a choice to be there in the NICU with my child every day. That didn't make me stronger than anybody else. It didn't make me stronger than the parents who left their kids there. Or better. Or better in any way. It just meant I was making a different choice. So today, we want to discuss the topic of limiting beliefs. There's this is a hard so one. many. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. So This is kind of like a open total your paradigm mind. shift right here. Yeah, open your mind and your heart as we talk today. But what I want to start with is when people told me I was strong and I would say, I do it because I don't have a choice, I'm going to tell you that that was a limiting belief. Because what I understand now is that everything is a choice. And you don't have to stay in the situation you're in. And if you're strong, it's because you chose to lean in and accept whatever challenge you were handed to grow stronger. Okay? So when I thought that way, like, ooh, I am gaining strength. I am growing. That is so much more empowering than... I don't have a choice. I have to do this. So can you see how I'm strong because I don't have a choice is such a limiting belief when the other option or another option is I'm strong because I'm choosing to lean in and grow through this challenge. Right. So much more empowering, right? Well, I'm thinking about that for just a second. I have a friend who's, um, who had a couple of girls, um, have end up with a teenage pregnancy and, give a child up for adoption. Uh-huh. That would be hard as a grandma now to think of supporting a child in that decision. decision. Right. <clears throat> but as I think about it, when we talk about somebody being strong, uh-huh. like, does that mean it's weak to do, to give up a child? No, 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 no. That means exactly what you just said. All those decisions and those choices we make are, can be strong. Right. Like that could have been the best strong decision that child, that, teenager made yeah is that that was equally hard and it takes a strong person to make that kind of a decision yeah everybody you I mean you have to really understand that if you're thinking someone is stronger than another person you're just living in judgment yeah because everybody is doing their best and making the choices that feel like the strongest choice for them right um, so really, before we jump into more understanding of this um, we have to remember that awareness is key. So as you listen today, be thinking of the thoughts that you have playing on repeat in your mind that may be limiting you in your life and keeping you stuck. And we would love to hear on social media if we don't mention one that is limiting you in your life and you're like, oh, this is a limiting belief for me. We would love to hear it because we want to share, you know, we want to make this so much bigger than the little bit that we share with you here to really help everyone gain more awareness of ways that you know, we're limiting ourselves, they're limiting themselves. I love hearing how other people, other people's thoughts on, you know, things like this so that I can even expand ways that I can stop limiting myself. Um, and also remember that you're allowed to believe whatever you want. Okay. Truly you get to believe whatever you want. So even if there's evidence to prove you wrong, you still get to think anything that you choose. So like if you wanted to believe the sky was green, no matter what anyone else tells you, you get to choose that thought. You get to believe 100% that it's true if you want to. 
And maybe it really is for them because they could be colorblind. And that's the whole point. <laughs> you know, think about it that way. Yeah. Like some people genuinely see things different. Right. So understand that you get to believe whatever you want. You don't have to believe what other people tell you. And furthermore, you probably are believing things that you've just inadvertently picked up along the way. So it's important to really keep questioning and being aware of thoughts that may be looping in your mind that are limiting you in some form or fashion. Okay. And that takes a lot of work, especially the older you get and you've had these mindsets for a long time. Right. To pull those out of your brain and look at them and evaluate them is hard work. Well, here's a big one for me. Okay. This one kind of is where this all started for me and blew my mind. What if there's no such thing as being overweight? Right. Somebody just made that up along the way, people. What Somebody way just decided that we needed to have a BMI, right? That the most healthy person is this weight and mass and height and whatever, right? That this is the what the healthiest person looks like. Kate, yeah, no. Like, like look at caveman era. <laughs> there's, I don't know that I ever saw a twig quake caveman, let's be honest. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just interesting when you stop for a minute and think about somebody just made that up along the way and you don't have to believe if it's limiting you in some way that the term overweight is even a thing. And just because there are statistics out there to prove, you know, what a better, I say better, I don't know a better term, but you know, health and wellness, there is truth in some of that. But there are also also those people who defy all the odds, who smoke until they're 96, who drink, you know, soda until they're 100 years old. And they say that that's what kept them alive the whole time. Like, you will see those cases out there, too. Yeah. So that's their belief. Yeah. Just be aware that that it's not even a thing. That's 100% made up. What about the concept of rich and poor? Who says what rich is? Yeah, you can be rich one day and poor the next because you paid the bills. I mean, I loved that analogy. Truly, like nobody rich. knows your debts, nobody knows your incomes. You know, it, it just is interesting. So these are the kinds of things that we're talking about. Like, really dive in and see where you may be keeping yourself from living an abundant life because of the number in your bank account. Right? That doesn't make you rich or poor. That's right. just a number. I'll bet if you handed a a homeless person, you know, a genuine homeless person, a hundred dollars, they're going to feel really rich, but a hundred dollars is not going to get our family very far in a, yeah, in a month. That's exactly, that's a great example. So who's to say, right? right. Rich or poor. What about, Ooh, I love this one. Wasted time or wasted yeah, money. I'm bad at this one. Cause I feel like lots of people waste time. Cause I'm like one of those just go, go, go. Yeah, but yeah. so anybody that's not go 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 and is wasting time. <laughs> well, and that's your that belief is probably limiting you. It, I'm sure it is. You it's know, no question. They're probably so, having great successes doing what they're doing. Yeah. So there's just how you're choosing to spend time, but there's no such thing as wasted time and money. You know, like I've heard the example of what if you put a kid in piano lessons and you spend all the money on piano lessons and then they're like, now I want to quit and I'm not going to continue to play the piano. Was that wasted money? Or wasted time for that child? I don't know, because I'm kind of thinking about that one with braces for the kids that don't end up wearing their retainer, because that was a lot of money. Was it a waste? No. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. It's they how you to choose to think about it. For how do you feel when them? you think that it's wasted money? Um, frustrated. Yeah, there's yeah. not a positive feeling. Do you love that feeling? feeling? No. So okay, so what I'm if you thinking. were just like, oh, it was always meant to be this way. They were meant to have braces when they did, and then they were meant to not wear their retainers. 
Yeah. And then they get to not have straight teeth anymore. And, it, and that's their consequence. I did and my best. Their, I know. And that's just it. What if you're just like, hey, I did my best as a mom. I do The that choices now. that they make with their life, that's up to them. But right. there was no wasted time or money in any of that. You yeah. know? I use that one because we. I had that conversation with one of my sons this morning. And it's like, I can't believe people wouldn't want to wear them forever. And I'm like, right? Especially when the mom puts all that money, in, or mom and dad put all the money into that. And then they don't want to wear it. Yeah. But good. You do you. Yeah. Or what about like Caden had a very significant surgery that um, basically didn't have great outcomes for us. It didn't achieve the goals that we wanted it to achieve. Was it wasted time and money and, and you know, recovery time, the challenges that came with that? No, because you wouldn't have known. Maybe it would have been positive. Exactly. We wouldn't have known unless we did it. Right. That's why there's no such thing as wasted time or money. Right. Those beliefs, thinking something's wasted, is just limiting you. It's just holding you back. Okay, so what about this one? I have difficult people in my life. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, think about that for a minute. Think of someone that you think in your life is difficult. How, how do you feel when you think that thought? Right? I don't want to spend much time. Yeah. You know, you want to disconnect. You want to not reach out, better yourself, show up, right? Yeah. So here's the thing. You have people in your life that are making choices that are different from what you think they should be making. And that actually only makes your life difficult. Yeah. If it serves them, (laughs) then good for them, right? (laughs) You know, like when you choose to think somebody's being difficult, you are just making your own life difficult. Because you're inflicting feelings and thoughts in your world that are not creating the best outcomes for you, right? Just limiting you, just creating difficulty for you. This is one Alicia and I discussed at length. People are selfish. Mm, Yep. It's hard to not believe that one. I mean, you know, just because I think when you, like I said before, when you've lived life for so long, or maybe that's your strength is to, you know, to serve or to not do so many things for yourself. Well, and I spent the most of my life not doing self-care. There so, you go. So then it really looks like people are just being selfish because they're doing self-care and I'm not doing self-care. Right. <laughs> and so I just think, wow, that's a biggie. But on the flip side of that, learning that um, a lot of people that maybe we view as selfish, they are, they're hurt and they're scared. And they're seeking control to feel better about themselves. Right. I mean, when you can get to compassion and really understand that hurt people hurt people. I was just going to say that one. Yeah. People aren't selfish. People are dealing with life. Being a human is freaking hard. Yeah. And And not fun some days to have to, you know, just watch things happen. Yeah. So if someone looks like someone's taking care of themselves, you could choose to think, good for them. Doesn't that feel so much better than that's so selfish? And it feels better when you take care of yourself. So if you think from that point too, like put yourself in their shoes, like that must feel good, you know, and take that on a positive spin rather than on a victim spin. There you go. It does feel better. Right. What about, oh, I get this one a lot in in clients that I coach. I've never done it before, so I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's too, yeah, it'll be too hard. Like, it's, you know, yeah, too hard. Yeah. Never done it before. 
Okay, can we just have a minute to really think about that? Okay, this is where I went with that. Of course you haven't. Okay, think of all of the things in your life that you had never done before, and then you did it, like having a baby, right? (laughs) Well, I've never done it before, so I probably can't do it. Yeah, probably shouldn't Um, try. Pretty sure you can. It's going to be fine. And how about all of the amazing inventions we enjoy every day? Right? Someone had to think all of that those things up. They had never done it before. And aren't we glad they did? Right? Like, it's such a limiting belief. Like everything is figure outable. So allowing your brain to tell you, well, I've never d- done it before, so I probably shouldn't try to do it. Right? Right. No, no, no. Let's just let that one go. Like when your brain wants to offer you, you've never done it before. Be like, then let's go. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't turn out great. I mean, I've never taught a bunch of teenagers before that I'm doing now. And it was pretty, like, I haven't done this before. I really, not that I can't, other than raising kids, you know. But uh, but you can let the fear consume you and not show up big, right? You can play small if yeah. you're going to let yourself be like, I've never done this before, so I better be scared and yeah. not give it my best effort and really. And it can be overwhelming. Or you just don't put so much thought and you just go forward and you just, you yeah. know. Like, I got it. this. I can figure it out. We'll figure when it you out. choose to be confident and, you know, move forward from confidence always turns out so much better or you learn from it. I mean, that's the other option, even if it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. Yeah. And you can change anything. Like just because you say yes to certain things, um, doesn't mean you have to stay in it just like a job. You know, you start a job and you don't like it, then don't stay in it. Right. You know, find another one. Yep. My advice would be not to quit that one until you find another one, (laughs) but that's just my advice. But there are things where, you you can change anything and like you said everything is figure outable yeah you just you got to find the you just got to reach out talk it'll come to you yeah absolutely so then personalized specific to me this one um i have a disability or my child or loved one has a disability okay so this could go either way this doesn't have to be a limiting belief but for me it it did create some limitations in my world for in my thinking for quite some time that's why I bring it up so while a medical diagnosis disability can be a fact of life or a circumstance check and see what the feeling it is that creates for you okay so I have a disability or I have a child with a disability I I never say that I never when I'm talking about my children say they have a disability Right. Even in our intros, you hear us say that we have children with a medically complex diagnosis or that they have special needs. Right. But I don't love that word disability. And um, I really only use it if it's like absolutely necessary as a descriptive word when I'm explaining, uh, you know, my children's medical diagnosis. But I've chosen to replace it with unique abilities because it generates a feeling of light and goodness in my life. Disability doesn't feel good to me like it insinuates uh less than or lack of that's what dis stands for right so it would mean that there's a lesser ability right so you know choosing the unique ability even special needs or if i'm you know talking about a circumstance a medical diagnosis you know but let's just really check in with ourselves as far as the language that we use if it's limiting us, 
in our own beliefs, you know, check in with how you feel when you say something, check in with how you're feeling when you catch those thoughts that are playing on repeat in your mind. How can you change them so that you can create more feelings that will generate productive, positive action in your life? Because that is where you're going to get the best outcomes in your world. Right? Right. So as you evaluate the thoughts that are limiting you, again, please share any of that you've had come up during this um, episode. Share them with us on social media or email us. Um, But ask yourself these two questions as you're really sifting through maybe your own personal limiting beliefs. Does it help me become more of who I want to be? Right. You know, is it helping me show up as the best version of myself? Right. And then this is one that I is like my favorite thing to ask myself in pretty much every scenario of my life right now. Well, since I've learned this idea, but does it help you love yourself and others more? Right. Yeah. And I think both of these concepts can go back to, to all categories, whether it's things we choose to do, people we choose to be with, right? Um, surround ourselves with, um, you know, like you're saying, a lot of our thoughts, like all of those things play into who we become or who we are. And so, um, you know, if you surround yourself with, by choice, somebody that wants to speak negatively or poorly of you consistently, you're going to have a harder outcome. I mean, you're, it's, it's going to be, be more of a challenging challenge to, keep to face that every day, all day. Yeah, clean. So, you know, sometimes we have to make some hard choices, right. and and those two are positive in these circumstances as we're trying to to look at our limiting beliefs because sometimes those circumstances are real where we have to change the circumstance. Yeah, but okay. you but doing it from a place of love is right. what we're saying. Matters. Because you love yourself and your the thoughts you want and your circumstances. Yeah. You know, obviously like you're saying, there's circumstances you could have changed. You didn't have to stay mother to these children. Right. It was a choice. Yeah. Um and you're doing it and it serves you and it's you know, it's beautiful. Right. But it doesn't mean it isn't hard. Of course. But if you didn't allow yourself those boundaries and that time to take a break and have your mental you know, reflection and stuff it would be more challenging, like of you're course saying. It would. Without this thought work, yes, you, you know, it's hard to not live in that doom and gloom world constantly, right? So, really check yourself and your relationships and those things as you go through those two questions that you ask yourself: of is it helping you become more of who you want to be, the circumstance, the person, the place, any of those things, and does it help you love yourself and others more? Right. What feels most like love for me and everyone involved? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, that's what we've got for you today on limiting beliefs. And we will remind you that the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. And Alicia is going to close us out with our Would You Rather. rather? Okay. So we have a couple funny ones, but I actually kind of changed it last minute because um, here in Texas, we have very large stinging animals, <laughs> stinging insects, I should say. They feel like animals. Yeah, because they're very big. And we've dealt with some of these stings this year with, um, you know, fire ants and hornets and 
whatever kind of wasps and stuff that they have here. Mm -hmm. And they also have mosquito bites. So would you rather get stung by a bee? Okay. Or get five mosquito bites? Oh my gosh. And you know, when you get one, it's itchy, but when you get five, like all in one spot, Ooh, yeah. you want to scratch. Well, or, and if but they're the bee all over sting the is just like, ouch. Well, I've only ever had one bee sting in my life and it's because I stepped on the bee mm. and it stung me in my foot. So. I, I do not like the itch. I don't think that, don't that the either. stings itch. I think it just hurts for like, yeah. you know, a while. Yeah. Like the wasps, I know. I mean, and it swells, and like the kids, it swells. But it goes away faster than a mosquito but bite. Mosquito huh? bites feels like it's like two weeks long. Yeah, they last it's just forever. forever. I think I'm gonna rather be stung. It feels faster, and let's get it over with. Yeah, <laughs> painful, <laughs> and bam, right? Done. Other than that ongoing itching, forever feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely picking the sting. Okay. I don't love it because I did get stung by a big wasp this year, and it was not fun. It's very painful. It almost you just feel so violated. You just do. <laughs> Like immediately you're violated and then it's like, oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I'm getting stung too. I don't love mosquitoes. There was one in my car the other day. Oh no. Smashed it on my window. It was full. Yeah. Oh, gross. It, it had just eaten. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> great. Now you're probably feeling that somewhere, but. I was like, where's my sanitizer? <laughs> well, anyway. watch your beliefs. Don't yes. limit yourself. Don't put limits on yourself. Nope. Yeah. Choose the good thoughts, people. Let's do this. We hope you have a fabulous week, everyone. You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program. <laughs>